What up, y'all? What up, what up, what up? We back. Another episode. It's your boy and it's your girl. Today, we are going to talk about friendships and we're actually going to kind of break it through um, a little different this way, but we're going to talk kind of obviously what we look for in friendships and then kind of different things that happen within the friendship. So obviously the maturation of the friendship and um, kind of where things kind of fall, you know, maybe if you have a falling out with a friend, different things like that. And also how to be a friend. Your first friend is technically yourself. So we're going to have a couple of things. We're going to talk about mm. that as well. But to start things off, Nikki. Yes, sir. I want you to tell me what kind of friend that you'd be looking for. Listen, I need me and me. Okay. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but real talk though, like I'm a really good friend and I expect the same effort from other people. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I give out all the love and, and affection and effort. I expect that all in return. Um, but honestly, I just like authentic people. I like honest people. I don't want to like have to have my purse around you. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to have to wonder what's going on with you <laughs> if you're in my house. Like, I don't I don't like people that I got to, you know what I'm saying, keep my head on a swivel with. So I like people who are genuine and authentic and, you know, loving people, supportive people, positive people, driven people. I don't need no bums in my corner. Um so yeah, that's that's what I be looking for. I, I like I like people who are like minded, no drama, no issues, no problems. Cause anybody got time for that? What you look for in a friend besides everything that is me? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think you said a lot of good things, and I think the the key thing you mentioned here was looking for somebody that's like you. I feel like. There's a plus and a, a, a negative to that where looking for somebody to be like you is, you know, I think that I, you would always want somebody to treat you the same way you want to be treated and so on and so forth. But I think where the difference is, is sometimes if you get too like hung up on the particulars or the specifics when it comes to that, you're always going to, you know, find fault in somebody because nobody is you, you know, you're, 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 <laughs> you're your own unique person you're your own unique self so that's where I think we get tripped up but for me it's more I try to keep it as simple as possible I do have my moments like anybody else where I expect more from others or expect certain things from other people but I try to find people that are, are loyal that have the same values as me um, that have the same beliefs as me as far as just just from like a just like just being a good person in general like i don't think you know i don't expect people to be you know the to have the same you know religious views or the same you know political views or stuff like that but i just want to be around good people that mean well and like that's they just mean well they do good things they're not terrible people i don't i don't think that's too hard to ask like <laughs> when you're looking for a friend but you know somebody who understands and takes the time to listen and um kind of gives back what you're putting out. Now, I know we talked about kind of what we look for in friendships, but for you, tell me a little bit about kind of your friendships, I guess, at an early age, and then almost how they've changed over time, or, you know, certain things that you've learned in dealing with different friendships, or do you 
map out your friendships? Are there different levels to your friendships? Like, give us a little deep dive into how you um, kind of organize or prioritize your friendships. So I think I think we all know I probably don't map out much of anything because that is that ain't my that ain't my thing. That's more of a you thing. But um, <laughs> when it comes to my friendships, like uh, my 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 oldest friend, I guess you could say, is my god sister Dive which y'all y'all know very well and some some of our listeners probably know her as well but I've known her literally my whole life and like our friendship is just it's crazy because our lives often like parallel each other which um makes it kind of easy to go through life knowing that you have somebody who has had similar experiences that you can kind of bounce ideas off of and like talk to and that kind of stuff but like I mean obviously like I have my college friends too. So like, I'm really, really close with them. Then I have my sand. So I'm really, really close with them, but it's like the dynamics are all kind of different in all the facets. Like I've got my Bible friends and then I've got my New Jersey friends. So literally I got friends on friends on friends. Okay. But it's like certain people, you know, what you can do certain stuff with, like, I, you know, you got certain friends, you love them to pieces, but you ain't going to tell them your business. Cause you know, everybody gonna know your business and ain't no wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make them wrong. It just means that like, that's just not the friend that you tell your business to, but that's, you know what I'm saying? That could still be somebody that's in your corner rooting for you. Then you could talk to about other things, just not your personal business. Um, but like, so, I mean, it's just like, I feel like I have a friend that I can go to for literally just about everything. Like I can go to certain friends for prayer. I can go to certain friends for encouragement. I can go to some certain uh, prayers. prayers about some friends. Um, prayers for prayers. But it's like I have certain people that I can go to, like, honestly, just for a general conversation. Like, you know, you and I will talk about a TV show as if they're the people that we know personally. And, like, we'll go in depth in conversations about shows. So it's like I, I love that I have a, a friend for every category across across the board just about mm-hmm. um i got every friend except for a boyfriend but we, we're working on that that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation but um it's 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 interesting mm-hmm. though because like i feel like though in all of my friend groups i am the same person to every single one of them so uh not to like toot my own horn but toot toot for my authenticity if you will but Everybody who knows me, they get the same me. And again, that's another conversation. Well, actually, we could talk about that in this conversation as far as, you know, like certain parts of yourselves being, you know, I guess assigned to certain friend groups. I don't know if other people do it. I don't. What you see is what you get. But what 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 kind of friendships you you how are you with your friends? And like, what are the dynamics like for you and, and, and your peoples? Well, even though I'm one of your peoples, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> No, I feel you. Um, for me, it's it's different. I feel like as time is like, well, I was gonna say as time happened, that don't even sound right. <laughs> um, as I got older, <laughs> as I got older, I feel like when I was younger, I was very shy. I was kind of just to myself, but um, I did. I wasn't very. I won't say trustworthy, but I didn't really feel comfortable around a lot of people so um at least when I was growing up like through elementary school I had my tight group of friends and those were my boys like they you know I was comfortable being around them whatever um and I was good with that and then I had people that I knew outside that that I was friendly with but I felt like 
it, it's always weird. I feel like depending on mm-hmm. the type of friends I'm around, I take, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's not me being authentic, but I just feel like my, I wouldn't say my personality changes, but I feel like sometimes I take a back seat to mm-hmm. some other people in my friendships. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I think, so for example, I feel like you you could be around mm-hmm. somebody that has like a really big personality and it's kind of like they have a big personality yeah. and they kind of, they have their own thing and they do their own thing and that's cool. But like for me, I don't mind kind of just letting that person have their, like letting their personality go and I kind of just be in there. Like it sounds bad, but it's almost like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable in that role because I feel like around, like, I feel like if I'm around people that are more social or more mm-hmm. um, gregarious than I am, then it's like, okay, I'll let you do what you got to do. I can kind of fall back and get into a little, because I can get into that mode too. You know, I could, I become reclusive mm-hmm. Rachel and I get, <laughs> I get into my little spot where I'm just chilling. <laughs> but I feel like also when I'm around people where I'm like, I feel the need where a lot of people may be, you know, a little bit more quiet or they may be more reclusive than I am at times. And I feel like I might have to be, be a little bit more sociable and be like, Hey, like talk to people and engage more. So that's like where I feel like I have to have my personality come out more in those situations. But if I feel like there, there's enough personality in the room, there's no mm-hmm. need to necessarily blow mine up or add it to the equation. <laughs> you know, what's interesting about that is I'm that fr- the only time I switch stuff up like that is with fear and bravery in friendship groups. So like if we do say we do something, I don't even know, like, let's say I'm trying to think what comes to mind is uh, the one time when we were, what was it? Australian heritage night where they had the the bugs in the, in the room. And I was with like, you know, some of our friends that work with us and everybody was like freaking out, like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe those people are holding those bugs and this and this and that. But because they were all afraid, I'm like, give me the tarantula, like put it on my hand, like put it on my face. Like I, I was so brave, but I'm telling you, if everybody in the group, in the group would have been like, yo, I can't wait to go hold the tarantula. I'd be like, Psh, y'all crazy. Like, so I feel like that's where I'm like that. And I don't know why that is. So it's, it's very strange because I don't even know why I do that with fear and bravery. Like everybody's jumping out of a plane. Like, Oh, well, I'm good. Y'all go ahead and get, y'all got that. Everybody's like, I'm scared to jump out of a plane. Give me the shoot. Like I'm ready. So I don't know. That's me, but <laughs> so I get what you're saying. Like it's 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 just something nah, I, sometimes it's in us. No, I understand completely what you're saying. And I was gonna ask you, do you think I, I mean it seems like for you, and I I don't want to assume, but just based off of what you said, it seems as if that um Almost similar to me, you kind of like when you feel like people are kind of on the recluse or the the negative or the kind of like, uh, that's when you kind of come out and like, blow, ta-da, watch out now. It's the little one and I'm not bad. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel feel like that's kind of in your way. It it may be a different way it comes out, but I feel like we're on the same page in that route. For sure. I feel like. I don't really, I don't think it's, I don't want to put it this way of like dimming my light, but it's like, like I said, I, I am me. I don't care which friend group it is. And everybody will know, like, will tell you if, and I think it was most evident, like my zoom party when y'all was on there with my, like 
all friends from all different walks of life. People that I hadn't even met before was on my Zoom birthday party, but like all of us kind of meshed well together. And it was just, it to me, it was like a testament to who I am as a person because I surround myself with good people in every single walk of life. So it's like good, you know how they say real, real recognizes real. So I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just feel like I, I give literally the uh, unapologetic me to anybody that I'm around at all times, whether you like sure. it or not. You're going to get this, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where we was going with that, but... Uh... <laughs> I think I'm... Even... <laughs> but I, I agree. I think for me, um, when it comes to to that I try to be myself as much as possible like I don't you know dim my light but Mm -hmm. I've been in situations where I've been in certain friend groups Mm -hmm. where you and it sucks but you ever notice when well maybe you haven't noticed but I've experienced it but when you're in certain friend groups and like some friend groups have that person that everybody rags on or somebody like yes that that they make jokes of like everybody seems to have a joke for them like Mm -hmm. it might be a, a joking friend group where everybody jokes on each other but like one person gets like it the most yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm usually the person that's making the jokes so sorry i feel like for me i feel like there's a difference right i feel mm-hmm. like the balance of like so in a friendship i guess i'll turn it into a question for you mm-hmm. like what is the balance between you know being raw honest you know direct open with your friends and being completely who you are and also knowing when to like keep in mind their feelings or like knowing how to approach them. Like where is the balance in that where it's like, are they being too sensitive or are you supposed to, you know, you know, they supposed to just take the truth for what it is. Like, where is that balance for you? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm probably not the person to ask this question to. Cause literally if y'all can see Steven's face right now, <laughs> he just over there like this heifer always got something to say. Cause it's true though. Like I don't have that filter. Like sometimes I'll know when I go too far, like obviously like, you know, if somebody's in tears, that's probably when you know, no, I'm just kidding. But like, I, I know, I, I try to know when there's like, you know, a boundary of that, but I feel like everybody who knows me know anything that I say, even with sarcasm, if it's dripping in sarcasm, it's with love. I feel like at least that's how I try to portray it. Steven's um, death stare says differently, but like, (laughs) I I don't feel like I I don't ever try to like intentionally hurt somebody's feelings. Um, But that doesn't mean the feelings don't get hurt without, you know, that intent being there. But um, I don't know. I feel like you also have to know your audience too. So it's like some, some friends are more sensitive than others. And to those friends, I say tighten up, but no, I'm just kidding. But like, honestly, it's, you you just... Stephen is over here weak, but no, seriously, like I don't, I don't know the balance for sure. But sometimes you just got to be able to read the room, read the situation, read the friend. Like, what make what makes you ask that? That's that's what I want to know. <laughs> Did I hurt your feelings? I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, so <laughs> nah, I feel like I don't, I don't feel like you've hurt my feelings in that regard. If we mm-hmm. having an open conversation here, I feel like where. Our, our, as, as far as our friendship where we maybe butt heads or had disagreements has been mm-hmm. in just like debates and like certain conversations yeah. where you may have a certain 
just a view or whatever, and I might have a different view, and we just don't agree. And I feel like a lot of times, what I've had to learn as I got older is that, like, again, to the point we made before, not everyone's going to agree with what you're saying, and not yeah. everyone's going to share the same view as you, and that doesn't necessarily mean they're wrong. Yeah. But I still, in in my hearts of heart, believe that there is like a right and wrong in some situations. I think the scale mm-hmm. kind of teeters depending on like what the topic is. Yeah. Like, I think there's could be like more rights than more than wrongs, or there could be more wrongs than rights. Yeah. But I do think in some in most situations that there is like a nah nah you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's where like for me I can't like shake that and I've tried to but in my hearts of heart I can't like oh, I know. that's where I felt it but <laughs> <laughs> trust me I know <laughs> no nah, but I asked that more so because in tune with that I feel like in my friend group specifically I've played I've had different roles within my friend group so I've had I've been the role of kind of like I've I've been the like we all joke like that's if you in any of my friend groups like getting clown getting joked on like that's a part of it and then yeah. it's just like it is what it is like you, your friends are going to keep it honest even if it is a joke so right. like you better take it you better take that joke to the over chicken. the hard reality mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like like you either you either gonna get this ha 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 you're gonna get this <laughs> like it's <laughs> facts though there, there's like either either you're gonna be able to laugh about it and then maybe feel some type of way later or you're just gonna be like really embarrassed or like hurt in public so you gotta decide how you want to take it at the time frame but I feel like I've been on the other side too where it's like I've picked up on things where I know certain people like certain friend groups I have and certain people may be will do certain things or make certain jokes about me or to me mm-hmm. and I, like I just noticed like you can notice the the kind of progressions and the the consistency of who's getting targeted right and I feel like sometimes because of my personality and who I am sometimes I'm a, I'm very nice well not sometimes but I'm I think I'm a very nice person yeah and I'm very like good jolly and you are happy-go-lucky most of the time very joy. I think a lot of people could take advantage of that so where I guess to circle back Mm-hmm. For you, I guess my question would be, where in a friendship do you, or have you realized in a friendship where you felt like someone was taking advantage of you, and what did you do in that circumstance? <laughs> yes, um, I. So it's very weird with me, and I think you, you, you've experienced this, this not directly like you, but us and like how we've dealt with other people's people's Lord people within our friendship Mm -hmm. groups. Like if I feel like somebody is either like wrong me or taking advantage of me, like sometimes I pick my battles of whether it's worth it to confront them about it. Or in my mind, sometimes I'm like, if I know how the outcome is going to go and I'm not going to like the outcome, I'll probably just pick my battle and just not, you know what I'm saying? Not confront, not say Mm -hmm. anything whatsoever. Cause it's just like, what's the point? And, um, so it it just depends on the situation, but for the most part, like I really, really, really direct, I think anyway, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I like to think I'm a pretty direct person, but I'm a direct person who picks their battles wisely. Cause at the end of the day, I I need my peace. And if, uh, confronting you is going to disturb my peace, I, there's no point. You know what I'm saying? Like now if the confrontation will, develop into a conversation that will then 
cause a transformation, let's have it. But if Ooh, it's not, oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That, that just snuck out. I didn't even plan that one. I, listen, I feel the same way. I don't know where that just came from. All right, God. Um, but um, can you say that one more time? Just one I more time. What I just said, but I, I believe it is if I, if the confrontation mm-hmm. leads to a conversation, mm-hmm. which then leads to a transformation, then it's worth having. And if it doesn't, don't do it. Right. And that's that's kind of like that. I mean, I've never spoken it out in that term, those terms exactly. But that's how like it's kind of my rule of thumb. If you're going to and I'm not saying and here, let me let me start here by saying that doesn't mean everybody around me has to change their behavior to be around me. That's not what I'm saying. But if I'm saying like, Aaron, I don't like yeah. it when you X, Y and Z and you continue to do X, Y, and Z after I tell you I don't like how that makes me feel or you make me feel a certain way when it happens and you continue that behavior, then that's where we have a problem. But if I never speak it, you may never know that X, Y, and Z bothers me. So I feel like if we can have a conversation, you can be like, well, listen, X, Y, and Z is what I do. It's like, well, I can either choose to be around you or I can choose to not be around you. That's That, that choice is mine. But I'm not going to I'm not going to make you change who you are to be around me. I can simply change the access that you have to me. But that's me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's how okay. I get down. And that's why, you know, some some friendships don't necessarily work for me, which is okay. Like, again, just because you mm-hmm. lose a friend and me don't mean you gained an enemy. You just lost access to, you know, greatness. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about? So I know you are pretty like non-confrontational. At least that's been my experience of mm. you as a friend. Like you don't like confrontation. And I'm well, I can't say some people, not many people do like it, because there are some people who love confrontation. But like for you then, how to you how do you how do you handle those type of situations? Or like since you don't like it and like are very I like the fact that you're open up in your friendships that you don't like confrontation because then mm. it allows us to, um, I don't know. It, it allows, I think by you being vocal about that, it allows a vulnerable conversation to be had knowing that you don't like confrontation. So like, yeah. then can you tell our listeners like how you handle it since you're not a fan of it for real? Yeah. Um, so for me, I wouldn't say like completely. I to your point, I don't like to get into confrontation with people where I feel like it's it's just being wasted. Like there's nothing to gain from right. having this this confrontation because either you know you're not going to change, I'm not going to change. We're just over here just arguing or going back and forth. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's just energy expended that I could have saved for myself or used to something else. And I feel like that's that's the difference for me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've gotten a lot more comfortable with having those uncomfortable conversations with people mm-hmm. when I felt like, you know, people have said something or done something to me or just said things in general that I couldn't, you know, that didn't really fit with me or didn't really make me feel great. Yeah. And I think for, I might have told you or I might have asked you for your opinion on, on this, but I had a conversation um, with a couple of boys of mine and I don't remember exactly the detail of the conversation, but yeah, they were making jokes because, okay. Yeah. So I was wearing, I had, we got on like FaceTime or whatever. And it was like me and two of my other friends. And I was wearing my New, uh, New Jersey Devils pride shirt. 
So one of my friends made some comments about the shirt and made some insinuations about me because mm-hmm. of the shirt. And, you know, like, to me, it wasn't the idea of it bothering me that, like, I was uncomfortable with my sexuality or anything or who mm-hmm. I was. But it was more of a conversation of just, like, bro, like, 29 years old, like, I'm a grown-ass man. We still, like, making jokes about this. And, like, right. not just, you know, the climate of the world, but something about that conversation and that incident mm-hmm. made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And yeah. as it should. Like, that's not right. Like, right. The, like you know we want to talk about you know obviously certain you know comments and certain jokes like you know it's not right there's no mm-hmm. place for them so for me it just made me feel uncomfortable because like to me I was like in my mind you wouldn't say that to anybody else but you felt comfortable enough to say that to me yeah because I'm your friend mm-hmm. but would you say that to you know you jo- know Joe John Doe mm-hmm. yeah whatever walking down the street so for me, it was just one of those things where I like at the time I was just like, no, nah, I'm not like, I don't like, I'm not, that's not right. And right. they were just kind of like, oh, nah, ha, ha. like, nah, man, like, it's not cool. So it's one of those, right. So that's when I had to have a conversation. Like we got off the call and I I called the dude and I was just like, yo, like, to be honest, I don't, I don't like, we older than that, but like we grown, like we shouldn't mm-hmm. be making jokes like that. Like it's not. You know, it doesn't affect me. Like, I'm not saying I'm hurt personally, but just from a standpoint of like, you shouldn't feel comfortable saying that no matter who it is. Yeah. So for me, the the confrontation is if it's something I could deal with, if it's like a joke, like, yes, I, I am sensitive at certain times, but I know when I am being sensitive versus when I think this is something that's morally wrong or something that's like, right. okay, like, nah, like this is not going to fly. So like, that's where I'm trying to, more so, I think I've done a better job of, but mm-hmm. that's where my maturation has come is trying to figure out what the difference is. Because I'm like, yo, like if people making jokes and it's like, you know, whatever, I, maybe I never, you know, said anything about them before mm-hmm. and then they're making the jokes and then I all of a sudden blow up. Like that's on me because I never expressed how I felt about those jokes before and never said anything. But if someone says something and I say it right then, like, yo, I don't feel comfortable and you you stop it right there then we good right. like you apologize you say you ain't mean to like you ain't know that was something sensitive to me then it's cool then we can move forward but if it's something that i don't say to somebody then how do i expect someone else to know like i can't expect people to read my mind or to just be like i think he doesn't feel right about that yeah so i think that's where if i feel like if it's a friendship or a relationship that i value i feel that it's important to have those conversations and i will mm-hmm. and i'll take the time and I think for the most part, like a lot of my friends that I've had those conversations with, I believe they understand it. I still have like, you know, to be transparent here, I still have a few friends where I know that these type of conversations aren't aren't the easiest to have. Yeah. But I kind of just let it rock for what it is because I know in my mind that this is how they're they're saying it. Mm-hmm. And I know if I say something to them about it, they'll get defensive and feel some type of way about it. So I just choose to, I know you're joking around, I know what it is, but even though this is like not right and it's foul, mm-hmm. I'm not going to address it because it's going to make it a bigger issue. Yeah. So you, okay. So one thing that comes to mind when I think about like disagreements and stuff like this and tell me how, I want to know how you would deal with it because I, I still struggle with this. Um, But have you ever had an uncomfortable conversation with a friend 
and their their defense mechanism was deflection. Deflection drives me up a wall. Do you hear me? Like up a wall. Um in the sense of like mm-hmm. if, I don't know if you need like an example, but like if somebody like if you try to tell somebody like they're going down the wrong path of life and their response is, "Well, you act like you got your life together." And it's like, okay, me not having my life together has nothing to do with your situation and what you're going through right now and what I'm trying to give you advice on. Like, so, so you mean you handle that? So when you when you say when you say deflection, so you mean not just like uh, oh, like I'm good, it's nothing, but mm-hmm. more of a like a deflection plus an attack towards you or attack yep. at your character or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So like almost like an eye for an eye. Like if you say something bad about me, I'm gonna say something bad about you. That's the one. Yep. Yep. I <laughs> I have I have a very good friend that's just like that. Ugh. Um they're they're very defensive when it comes to stuff like that. So and I, I learned that early on from the jump about them. So and it's funny because in our in our friend group, everybody knows that this person <laughs> is this person. <laughs> so like and and like i say that because it's not a secret or anything like that and it's not like we we hide something from him but it's one of those things where it's like if you have a conversation with this person you know how they're gonna react to certain things so it's almost like not even worth going down that road so when to your point like how do you deal with someone that's um defensive and then you know obviously decides to you know take a low blow or a cheap shot at you Mm -hmm. at that point it's like I've learned with some people like I've had people for me I'm a very I hold people in high regard in a lot of different ways and Mm -hmm. for me like and maybe it's I don't know if it's right or wrong but I have a lot of older friends too Mm -hmm. so like for them I I take like when they make decisions and they decide what they do, I feel almost weird giving like advice or like <laughs> being like, Oh, like, Hey, you're doing something wrong because you older, you're supposed to like, in my mind, you're more mature. You, you have more experiences than me. You, you shouldn't like know more than me. So like, who am I to be like, uh, I don't know if I rock with that. My brother or my sister, <laughs> like maybe that's for me, it's awkward, but I've learned more or less like, with some people and I think you gotta let them experience some stuff because I'm sure we've all had a friend and like this is maybe a little bit off track but we've all had a friend that maybe dated someone right and everybody knew everybody knew that that joint was not right (laughs) that joint was was not everybody knew that joint was not kosher beef and ham and you know you you might have said something to them like hey bro I, I don't know what's going on but Sometimes they'd be like, yeah, whatever. Like they act like they're hearing you, but they're not hearing you. And then they go through the situation and then they realize. And then afterwards, like, yeah, bro, I know you was talking about or whatever. <laughs> so I feel like we've we've all been in situations like that. So I feel like a lot of times you got to let people figure it out for themselves. And if they ask for <laughs> your opinion or they ask for your insight or advice, then that's when you give it. Because a lot of times when I get into these conversations with people, being on both sides of the fence here, let's be transparent. Being on both sides of the fence here. Well, I feel to to well, maybe not to deep dive into that, but I felt like nah. Um, but being on both sides of the conversation, um, <laughs> being on both sides of the conversation, I feel like um, the being on the one side is like 
you gotta let people experience it and figure it out on their own sometimes because mm-hmm. then they'll be like all right like they'll learn from it but that's the only reason and especially if someone does say something to me and I might have an opinion and I'm like you're my you're my boy you're a close friend or whatever mm-hmm. I feel like I need to say something yeah I, I'll even buffer it in the beginning now where I've been on both sides of the fence where now I'm like you know what I'm gonna just put it out there and if they take it then cool but if yeah. not uh, so be it my feelings aren't hurt but I'll be like you want me to give you some some honest feedback or some honest advice or not? Or you just want to you want to like kind of do what you want to do? And, and more times than not, people want to hear it. I appreciate <laughs> you ask because somebody like me, I'm just going I'm going straight between the eyes. Like here you are, here it is. I love you, and this is with love. But I'm I'm going straight for the kill. Sorry, like yeah. So I, maybe I need to start asking, like, hey, would you like some unsolicited advice about your life? How does that sound? Is that is that good? Well, I think <laughs> I think it's not. I think it's different too, though, because again, I I think sometimes there can be conflict in the situation. Yeah. So I feel like, let's say, for example, you're friends with both parties and they're on different sides of the fence. I think that. And sometimes it's hard to kind of give advice or to give, you know, sound um, counsel or whatever when, you know, you're trying to honor both friendships. So a lot of times in those situations, about you, you know, as that person, you want to step back. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm asking you because I feel like sometimes there, there could be a conflict there and you may not feel comfortable necessarily, you know, giving counsel or advice to both sides. So you kind of just take yourself out the equation. Yeah. So how is like either one of those parties supposed to know necessarily what what is, you know, going on or like, you know, how crazy they look or whatever the case may be? So, look, I'm going to tell you like this. All right. Um, For me personally, and y'all know this to be true, that I am loyal to a default to people like I'm loyal to my friends. And with that being said, if I'm in that position, it's like, I'm not going to be the person that is, is running in between some folk. That ain't my job. That ain't my business whatsoever. If you talk to me and you ask me certain, you know, questions or whatever, like I'm going to give you my best answer that I can give you without, uh, betraying the loyalty of said other person. Um, so with that being said, also, um, in a lot of my friend circles, I'm the oldest. So I feel like I've lived through some things, been through some things that other people haven't. And I also feel like something, some lessons ain't learned unless you experience it. Like I can tell you the bridge is out. The bridge is out, Aaron, the bridge is out. Don't go down that way. The bridge is out. You're going to fall. You're going to hurt yourself. It's one of those things where until you trip and fall and you feel the pain of, of falling when that bridge is out, You'll never, you'll learn to listen after that if somebody says the bridge is out. But without that, it's like you, you're going to want to experience it. You're going to want to, you know, do what you want to do. And I'm that person that's going to let you do it. Like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there afterwards, regardless of whatever the choice is. That's the friend that I am. Sometimes it sucks because it's like, it puts me in a position where I'm like, I really don't want to see my friend get hurt. But at the same time, maybe my friend needs to get hurt. So then it won't happen in the future. So with all that being mm-hmm. said, I think you bring up kind of a good point or it leads into uh, this point I want to make. But where I know sometimes where friendships could kind of 
get into the mucky waters. You know, you know how I feel about the mucky waters. <laughs> the the muckiest of the waters. Um, but I think a lot of times where we've had like mucky waters with friends is when it comes, you know, when there's a significant other involved. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, like with it within friendships, how do you I guess how do you balance out, let's say, having a friend of the same like having a really close or good friend of the the same sex as your significant other? Oh, I don't like that. I'm too territorial. If that makes sense. <laughs> I don't like that. It is weird because what's crazy is that I have so many close guy friends that it's like I have to understand that I'm not the only woman in the world who has really close guy friends that I like, you know what I'm saying, would never mess with or nothing like that. That we literally are like, you know, family, brother, sister, cousin, like really, really, really close friends. But it's like when it comes to mine, like, no, I'm the only friend you need, cuz like, what you talking about? Like, who, who is she? Like, she ain't putting in on this. She wasn't shooting the gym with us. Like, she can't, you know what I'm saying? But that's me. Like, I, but granted, my experiences have taught me to be this way. So let's, let's, let's preface with that because I was cheated on with somebody who had that very close friend. So with that being said, it's like that, that was a, a star, you know what I'm saying? That I, I need to put some, some Moderma on that I need to get rid of in my, in my healing because you know my significant other he may have a friend a childhood friend or you know a nikki in his life uh other than me of course but like so i have to get past that but if i'm being like 100 percent transparent that is something that right like if i was in a relationship right now would be something that i would probably struggle with like full transparency because my i'm i'm not there i just don't trust that easily yet and uh I don't know. But as for me being the friend to guys, oh, I back up. You know what I'm saying? Like once you once you get a girl, like I love you to pieces, but I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm not going to be all up in y'all. You know what I'm saying? Your business, the access to each other changes once uh, a significant other comes into play. Same with me. Like once I get a man, like I love you and Steven, but um, yeah, no, I'm playing. <laughs> but for real though, it's a respect thing. Like, and I mean, if he don't have no issue with it, that's one thing. But like, you know what I'm saying? Just out of respect, you gotta you gotta chill sometimes. What about you? I think it's a, a balance. <laughs> I think I think it's a balance. So I to be I've been on on the side of the coin where I've had a really good friend and I've been in a relationship with somebody and they felt some type of way towards my really good mm-hmm. friend. And it's it like, you know, I wouldn't say it completely ended the relationship, but it made things like yeah. awkward from there on out. And it was like a major factor mm-hmm. into why things didn't work out. So I feel like for me, I'm one of those people where like I there's everyone has you there's boundaries, yeah. right? When you're in a relationship with someone, you know, versus having someone that's a good friend and like there's an understanding of like, yes, like you can have friends like you know, let's be real, like, you're gonna have friends of all different types of um, sexes and all that stuff, so it's, like, it's, like, it's it's unavoidable, and it's kind of, you know, crazy in the sense of, like, you can't get crazy about everybody, but I feel like some people may may feel like they have an intuition on, like, other folks, or they may have, you know, something, like you said, you have a Mm -hmm. scar, 
So like for you, you coming in with a preconceived notion where it's like that I've seen it happen. So it, there's chances that it could happen again or whatever the case yeah. may be. So I don't know. Like for, for me, when it comes to that situation, it's like I'm not going to act like if it was happening to me that I wouldn't, you know, feel some type of way or be jealous. But I think the difference is for me, like when I know that I'm doing something or I'm acting a certain way, I try to check my feelings mm-hmm. before I like bring them up. Because in my mind, I'm like, all right, if she has someone that she's close with and she's telling me that they're they're just friends and that's what it is, that's what I'm going to assume and that's what I'm going to take because that's all I have to, to live on. Mm. So, like, as long, you know, for all I know, you've been telling me the truth and that's your word, I have to trust that. And it might be hard in some situations or you might have skepticism, but I don't have anything else to go off of. So I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to just rock out. But once you go against, you know, you go against my trust and all that good stuff, then that's when the waters run amok and that's when it's different. But I usually try to give people the benefit of the doubt, even if I might feel a way about something or I might be like skeptical mm-hmm. or something. I try to give the benefit of the doubt until you prove me otherwise. See, you you give them the benefit of the doubt and I'm over here doubting their benefits. Mm-mm. Something ain't right in the south and I'm... <laughs> And I, I, I ain't with it. I ain't with it. I ain't with it. Sometimes, like, cause my, my intuition is so, it be so on point. Like it's one of those things where sometimes it's scary how on point my intuition be. And I, 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 all it's, it's never failed me. Even when like, I might have a, I might have a thought like originally like so-and-so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't trust that person. And I'm, I've never been wrong like as soon as i meet somebody i know where to put them you know what i'm saying like and and i don't know if everybody else does mm-hmm. people like that like you know what i'm saying like you know what buckets they go in and um and sometimes like when i meet folk and they spirit don't don't sit right with my spirit i just be knowing and sure enough i be right i be known you know what i'm saying like it 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 don't it's something right in the sauce that's all i'm saying but, and I mean, that's not every situation. Cause like I said, I got homeboys, literally like homeboys on homeboy. I'm literally the ultimate homegirl. Everybody, every dude I'm close with. And I don't know how that happened, why that happened. It's always, it's literally always been that way since I was younger. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, cause I'm a tomboy. I don't know what it is, honestly, but I'm every homeboy's homegirl. And, um, so it, you would think that me of all people would have a different lens of like the, friend who happens to be a girl but nah I ain't I ain't there yet I'll be the first to admit mm-hmm. that like and I don't even know I don't know how you get past that and, and heal past that or maybe it just takes like dealing with somebody who's honest and you know that I can trust ain't happened but you know he's, he's out there I'm sure there's some honest people out there but yeah that's that's one of those things that I, I'll have to work on and I, I'm aware of that but it's uh yeah nah nah I can't go <laughs> I could try though yeah I just for me it's I think it's it's twofold like I feel like it's I feel like I just don't really have a choice in matter like I'm trying I feel like for me I can be very closed off into myself and kind of just doing my own thing so I feel like for me to kind of be open, I got to like trust people. and I got to assume, you know, positive intent or assume that, you know, people are doing the right thing or being good people and stuff like that. So 
for me, it's like it leaves me no choice, and like for me to be like, I have to be vulnerable to mm. to have anything that's you know a substance or something that I could you know feel or something that I could be like, all right, this is a real relationship. Yeah. So it, that's why a lot of times I feel like I be in those situations, and that's the only way I can think. And then once it happens, though, like I'm one of those people that dependent, like I. I like to think that I get over things pretty fast for the most part. And I yeah. think that like, for me, I'm, I'm more of those people that I kind of like, it is what it is. Like I might be mad at the, t- the moment, but then like, we'll be cool. We'll get over it. But I feel like there's a certain level, like, especially with friendship when like certain lines are crossed, but then I'm like, like, there's no coming back. So I feel like for you, what is, what is the line mm. that has to be crossed for within a friendship for you to, lose that kind of significance within Ooh, a friendship so it don't take much for me i'm gonna be honest with you because um i'm very strict about who i allow access to me and um like for me personally it's weird because again i don't like because i'm i'm not friends with somebody i'm that doesn't make me their enemy right so let me preface with that but I will say, like, certain situations mm-hmm. that I've been in where I'm like, you know what? I just don't trust this person. And, like, I have a friend, for example, that, like, lied on me about something in college and, like, blatantly lied. And it, like, it was the most fabricated lie and just so, like, dramatic and fabricated. And I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I let it slide because it was one of those things. Like, I'm the type of person sometimes I like to know things just to see if somebody going to admit it. I'm that person. And you know what I'm saying? I just hold on to knowing it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you you thought you got over on something you didn't. Um, but ever since then, I couldn't trust that person. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that that, that person said from that, that day forward, I took with a grain of salt. I don't care what it was. They could even say, you know, my mom said to tell you hi. And I'm like, but did she like, just because it was such a blatant fabricated lie okay. and again like that didn't mean that that person was a you know what i'm saying an enemy of mine and i don't go around talking about that person to anybody it's just something that i know and that i hold on to and um i don't know it's it's trust is really big for me because i'm not out here being untrustworthy um i i don't i don't know like it, there's but it, i say all that to say at the same time, my cutoff game is so strong. Like, I ain't got no issues, like, cutting off somebody with the quickness. Because I just don't have to, I don't want to be bothered. Like, I don't like to be annoyed. I don't like folks getting on my nerves. If you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't align with what I got going on in my spirit and my space right now, I ain't got no, I ain't got much for you. Like, the access changes between the two of us. But that's, that's me. Does that make it right, wrong? I don't know. But it's, it's how I've, I've develop friendships along the along the way my breaking point with friendships is uh i think like if loyalty gets um mucky if you will um like i said it you you learn which friends to tell your business to which ones not to so it's like if that line gets crossed i'm kind of like eh. you know what i'm saying some people i can just i can just do without and i don't know if like because of my experiences, people are a little bit more disposable to me. And again, I'm not saying this is right. This is just how I've noticed I, you know what I'm saying, go about life sometimes that people sometimes can be disposable to me as my defense mechanism to not getting hurt. 
So I don't like, I'll let people in. Like some of y'all are in, like y'all, y'all are in, you know what I'm saying? But I don't let everybody just in. So if something does occur, it's easy for, it's easier for me to just break away and be like, all right, deuces. I ain't got time. Does that make sense? Like. Yeah, no, I think it does. I think for you, it's more, it's, it's a situation where it's like, do I invest my energy into this friendship because I think it's worth having or worth, you know, correcting or do I just walk away while while I'm ahead or whatever the situation is and yeah because like me personally yeah and I I think you can attest to this too that we we love hard when it comes to friends family I don't care who it is like we love really really hard and I'm not going to invest that hard love into somebody one who doesn't reciprocate it two that doesn't deserve it and three that just you know I'm saying like just don't align with what I got going and ain't really in my corner so I'm like I said, I'm very strict about who I allow access to me. So I mean, it doesn't take it, it literally doesn't take much for me to cut somebody off because I it's just that's just how I get down. But what about you? What's your what's your line that you draw on the sand? Right. What that look like? Um. Uh, ooh. So I feel like I I for most of my life I I don't feel like I've had a really had to cut anybody off like maybe one person in um in my life where I felt like it just was never going to be the same I felt like this was the one time yeah just one because I feel like I feel like a lot of times like you go through friendships and you go through different you know relationships in you know different phases of life (laughs) changing phases (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I feel like in this particular situation, um, I, uh, you know, like you have friends in college and like, you know, life goes on, they, you know, live their life, you live your life, whatever cases. So you're just bound to, you know, fall out with some friends just because of just life. Like it's not anything personal or nothing bad, but I think the, the, for me where I've, it's been like something where it was something that I felt like could have been avoidable or shouldn't ever happen. That's when that's the part, or those are the friendships where you, when you like cut those off or you have to stop those, that's when you feel some type of way or you, you're like, damn, like it kind of sucks. Because I've been in those situations where it's like, I've had literally a boy of mine, somebody that I consider like a very close friend, one of my best friends, and he did some really foul stuff. Like, and it wasn't just like he did it once, like he did it multiple times within our mm-hmm. friendship. And it's like for me, it's 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 a combination where my line is drawn is like I think everybody makes mistakes, everybody does certain yeah. things and like it is what it is. But for me is like if I can't trust you or if I feel like just different around you, like I have to change up around you, then that's when I feel like that's my my line where it has to end because if that's the case, then I'm not I'm not gonna be my authentic self. I'm not gonna be as comfortable and I'm just gonna, you know, have to be mm-hmm. someone else. So like I can't I can't do that. Yeah. So for me it's like that's my breaking point where it's like if I can't be who I am around you, then it's not even worth having around because all I know is I'm gonna be a fake self or I'm gonna just be somebody right. else. And it's like it's one of those fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, I'm gonna pop you in the mouth. Like it's that's just it, you know what I mean? No, not the same approach. 
<laughs> nah, nah. For me, it's more like, yo, like, fool me once, shame on me, and it's like, fool me twice, like, damn, it's yeah. over. Like, <laughs> I, I, I walk away. I walk away, no harm done. Like, no, we don't have to speak. Whatever. I might not even say much to you, or I might just keep it very short, like on some like will to his pops. Yeah. Like. <laughs> See you later, you. <laughs> like, like real cold. Right. You'll feel the same for me. Just know. <laughs> right. Now, for, I know, obviously, we dive into a lot of different aspects of friendship. And, you know, we, we've been friends for three years now. Something like that. Um, something yeah. close to that. But I wanted to ask more about... Um, Something you brought up before we got on this mm-hmm. episode was being being friends with yourself, being your first yeah. friend. So talk to me about for you, like what that means to you and like how you've developed being comfortable with yourself and being, you know, your your first mm-hmm. friend and then how that's manifested itself later on in your other friendships. Okay. So like one thing that I noticed um about myself anyway, and like I, I told y'all before, like, in I think it might've been the first episode, like I pride myself on trying to be a good friend, like showing up for people, being there for people and like supporting people. Like if you tell me like, Nikki, I got a goal of, I don't know, you want to learn how to do a cartwheel. I'm going to be the person that's going to be in your corner. Like, Aaron, you got this, like do some push-ups. you know, here's a YouTube video. Like I'm that person. And I realized down the line, like I wasn't being that friend to me. Like I was pouring out so much to other people that my glass was empty. And it's like, I had to start being the Nikki that everybody else got to Nikki. And it changed, it changed a lot. And I think it it also came with like moving here and being by myself and having like that first taste of like independence, like real independence, like college don't count because you know what I'm saying? Like it's a false sense of, of, uh, adulting like you ain't paying rent every month you ain't paying you know what i'm saying gas and electric bills is two hundred dollars mm-hmm. i'm still a little sore about that from the month of july PSEB. but that's a whole nother conversation but like be two hundred dollars for one bedroom that's a whole nother conversation sorry but i say all that to say that like <laughs> <laughs> i um i got i got out here and i realized like i i realized that a lot of the friendships and things that i had at home that i was investing in that as soon as I moved here, like if I wasn't initiating conversations, I wasn't talking to folk. And it made me realize that all of those things that I was investing in, and it's not like life happens to everybody. So I'm not saying when I moved, everybody had to drop what they was doing and hit me up. I get that. Like, that's not what I'm saying whatsoever. But it made me realize like that I put a lot of investing in the folks and left Nikki out to dry. So when I got out here, it's like, I got to learn me. I got to be friends with me. I got to, and I didn't have a choice though, because like, you know what I'm saying? When I first got out here, I didn't have y'all. I didn't have friends. I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? All I had was this apartment. I didn't even have Adonis then. You know what I'm saying? Like all I had was me and God. And it was just like, all right, so what are we doing? Like, this is your opportunity to get to know like who you are and, you know, love on yourself. And I feel like that's where this confidence has, has come from. And it's changed me so much. Like I was telling somebody the other day, like, I feel like this is the heaviest that I've been in my life in a long time. Like not, at, not in life at all, but like in a while, this is the heaviest I've been, but I've also never been able to taste this kind of confidence that I have now. But I think that came from being my friend. 
And you know what I'm saying? Being that friend, gassing my, gassing myself up in the same way that I gas you up. If you got on a bad outfit, you know what I'm saying? When Steven get a haircut, you, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? When you dressing all fly, when you got your suit on and stuff, like the same way that I gas y'all up, y'all, when I see myself in the mirror, after I put my makeup on and I'm trying on these dresses, I'm like, girl, you better. I had to be that friend to me. And I think it took stripping away all those other friendships and family ships and things that I was investing in to realize like, yo, you got to take care of home first before you could take care of anybody else. And then I was able to be better to everybody else around me once it wasn't coming from a place of, let me make sure everybody got what they got. Nah, make sure you got what you got first. And then you can, then you can pour out into everybody else. And it's been such like a, it's just such a difference. Like I can't put like, I know I've been talking for like four minutes about it, but I can't put it in like exact words, how I I feel, but it makes such a difference when you spend that time with yourself. That's why I feel like as much as I don't like being single, it's been so necessary because prior to this, I would have been expecting somebody else to be this happiness for me instead of me providing it. And that's not fair to them. So it's yeah. like, I've just learned so much about myself. I've grown so right. much. I've, you know, literally had the uncomfortable conversations with myself and other people about things. And like I said, it allowed me to be a better Nikki to everybody, whether it's my, you know, immediate friends, my family, Mm. my subscribe tribe. Like I wouldn't be who I am to y'all if I didn't learn how to be my friend. So yeah, that that's, um, I think that's, that's why I said uh, as far as like friendships and, and independence, how it all kind of tied in. Um, I know our, our good friend, Trey Cole from, from our Instagram lives, she was the one who kind of brought that up. And I'm really interested in having this conversation on the live this upcoming Monday about it. But, um, so how, how is, uh, how is Aaron a friend to Aaron? And and what does that friendship dynamic look like? <laughs> you better be nice to my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I mean, I think for me, like, I think I I treat myself well. And I think like for me, I've gotten comfortable. Like I've always, maybe not always, but I felt like I've had to be comfortable with being my friend for a long time because not like, not anything like traumatic or anything like that. But I think for me, it's more tied to um, like, I had an older sister and she was, you know, doing her own thing. And a lot of times I was left to my own device. So like when it came to, you know, just being, you know, I, we weren't playing the same games together. Like once we got a little bit older, she was doing, you know, other things. She was in high school. She was, you know, going out, she was doing stuff. And for me, I had to figure it out. So right. it was like, all right, what, what's like, what do I like to do? And like, you know, who are my friends? Because a lot of times her friends became mm-hmm. my friends. Um, and I like, you know, was kind of forced in a way where I was like, had to find my own friends or, find out what I liked and who yeah. I was so a lot of times that's what it came down to so a lot I played a lot of video games and part of that was just like having the time to myself and like enjoying that mm-hmm. and figuring out like what other stuff I like to do so then when I figured out I like running doing that like running on my own clearing my yeah. head um so for me it was being comfortable with being by myself when my sister went to college mm-hmm. it was like I was the only you know, man in the house. And I was the only person like kid in the house. So I had to do for myself. And like, once I was able to be confident enough that I knew I could provide for Mm -hmm. myself and I could take responsibility and, you know, do certain things. 
that's where me being comfortable doing for myself was just like, cool. Like, I know that at the end of the day, like, I could take care of me and I don't, you know, need much in that regard yeah. where like, as long as I, I could feed myself, as long as I have a shelter, like I'm good. Like rest of it, I don't need like a lot of the fancy stuff. Like I like some of the fancy stuff, but I can go mm-hmm. without it. I got comfortable just being around myself and doing stuff on my own and not having to have somebody around sure. to always like feel complete. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of times people go into friendships and they're not necessarily whole themselves. Woo. And I'm not saying that everybody has to be, you know, 100% whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that you should you should be as whole as you possibly can before you, like, enter any kind of relationship, friendship, whatever yeah. it is. Because a lot of times you're going to be looking for or longing for something in that person. And not to say, like, sometimes, like, I don't think it's mm-hmm. fair always because that's not that person's role. Like you guys are supposed to come into a situation where you guys are both your own person. You're both whole and you both are pouring into each other as opposed to, you know, someone just pouring more into someone and Mm -hmm. not necessarily receiving that. So I feel like for me, like what I do, not only like I got comfortable spending time with myself because I wanted to, you know, improve myself. I wanted to be better. I wanted to be the best Mm -hmm. me. And then I figured out things that I like. So like, what what makes me happy? Yeah. Avocados make me happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, massages from Beverly make me happy. Once I knew how to take care of myself and to pour into myself, then that allowed me to be able to pour into mm-hmm. other people uh, or feel comfortable yeah. doing that. Exactly. It's like, um, have you ever dated yourself? Um, like intentionally, kind of. Oh, intentionally? No, I don't think so. It's interesting. That's a that's a whole other yeah. story. <laughs> I think I think for me, I've always been attracted to people that had some kind of talent or um, personality trait or something that I didn't mm-hmm. have that I found like endearing or you know mm-hmm. whatever. And I oftentimes was like enamored mm-hmm. by that. So that was always like the way I entered like relationships that way i never necessarily like sought somebody that was me or had similar personality no, I mean, like, to me like to be honest i don't know you. if there is has aaron ever dated aaron like literally like taking yourself out on a date and have you oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> I, went, I went down a whole nother room <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? Like, no, I got you though. But no, like, have you in, in your like time of getting to know yourself intentionally like treated yourself how you would want to be treated in a relationship? Uh, I I think so. Maybe unintentionally. Not, I wouldn't say to your point, I wouldn't say intentionally, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, having my massage dates <laughs> and, um, you know, making, making myself dinner and like things yeah. like that. Like, I feel like I've done those things, but not knowingly done them because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm having my, myself, I'm taking myself out mm-hmm. on a date. I've just done them because I know they make me feel good yeah. or they make me And happy. I think it's probably because you're a guy. Like, I don't really think guys think about that kind of stuff like girls do, but it's, it's an interesting um, so, dynamic to, to date yourself. I've done it. It's like, okay, 
I'm high maintenance. I'm expensive. So like, I, I didn't even want to deal with me. So <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> who going to handle me? me. Who gonna That's handle Meg. Me? I know that. <laughs> but I mean, I, I feel like for our listeners, maybe that's something, especially in the quarantine to avoid germs, like, you know, date yourself, get to know you, get to know, like treat yourself how you would want to be treated in a relationship, in a friendship, and then watch how things change when you actually have a, a you know, another person there in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd actually be surprised. It's different. Right. No, absolutely. Now, to to end things put a here, bow on. what for you, put a bow <laughs> on it, tie these yeah. things up, Um, what for you dictates um, like for you in your, in your life now, like what does a healthy relationship or a friendship look like? And, you know, like maybe bullet points or, you know, examples, but what does that look like for you now? Um, so it's funny because in that webinar that I was, I was, um, in before I got on here with y'all, uh, so what I, for our listeners, I was watching Lovey Ajayi Jones, her, um, she had a webinar about overcoming fear and she had one, like she had a couple slides about like your particular friend group. And it says, are your friends gassing you up or are they watering you down? And that kind of stood out to me in the sense of like, in this season, and especially like with what I have going on, I'm not saying like everybody throw a parade for me whenever I do anything, but no, I'm not saying that period because butt kind of negates anything that you say before that. So I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is like in this season of, first of all, uh, aloneness, if you will, like during the quarantine and my struggle and everyday fight to like push out content and stuff like that, like I really need people in my corner rooting for me. I don't need nobody in my corner who ain't rooting for me. And I just put that on Facebook the other day. Mm -hmm. And it's so like actual and factual. And I think like, I don't have to worry about that for real. Cause I have, um, you know, obviously I have y'all, I got my Bible friends. I got my, you know, NKU college friends, got my church family. I got my family. Like I got a lot of people that are support. I got my subscribe tribe that people I never even met that support me. And, um, I just need support in this season of, of, of friendships. Like, I I feel like I'm facing some really like scary kind of stuff as far as like what my future, like what directions and stuff I'm going in. I don't need nobody to talk me out of nothing right now. I need that friend. That's, I, when I say like when I started this and I said I need me and me, I need that friend that's like crazy enough to tell me like, nah, sis, go for it. Like I don't need nobody to try to talk me out of it. I don't need mm-hmm. nobody to force their insecurities or their fear on me. Like I need somebody that's crazier than me, whose faith is crazier than mine. And that's like, that's all I'm surrounding myself right now with. And I'm not saying I need yes men or anything like that, but I need somebody, I need people around me whose faith is crazier than mine. Like that's, that's, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. (laughs) That's the best way that I could put it. But like in this season, I have a lot of stuff coming up that I'm just like, Ooh, this is scary. Ooh, this is like, this dream is big. Like it's such a, a big dream that is scaring me, but I know that the God that I serve, if he can guide you to it, he's going to provide for you in it. And it's like, I need people that's going to confirm that for me, period. And if you ain't, and here's here, let me, let me put this out there as well. If you are not that person, 
it's okay. Again, you ain't lose. You didn't, you didn't gain an enemy, but this might not be our season for closeness right now. You know what I'm saying? And if something that I'm doing is maybe like scaring you, like it to the point where you can't have that conversation with me, like it's okay. I get it. It ain't for everybody, but that's what I need. And I also need a man, but that's like, you know, we've been saying that, but I mean, that's that's what I want friendship wise right now. Like I need folk in my corner that are literally like, you got this. Like that's what I need. I need full support. This ain't the time where I need somebody to talk me down. I don't need level headedness. I need I need craziness right now. I know that might sound crazy, but that's what I need. What does Aaron need in his life? Somebody to cut his avocados or pick the ripe ones for him? Now for me, <laughs> when it comes to just like <laughs> I mean, if you could do that, <laughs> uh, you're doing it better than me. But I've had a very good track record as of late. So I probably, like, if you mess up, then it'll be over. I will not trust you with these avocados. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I think for me, at least, like, where I'm at in my life now is just I want just consistency. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't expect people like I know everyone's got different things going on. And I think a lot of times we have friends and um, folks that are going through stuff that they might not always, um, you know, vocalize or say aloud. So I understand like sometimes, especially now with the quarantine and like people kind of being secluded and on mm-hmm. their own, people could be in their own little, little, you know, mindset and kind of lose focus and kind of just maybe need to get that escape or have that kind of getaway and go into their own little personal stuff. But I don't, I just want people to be consistent and that doesn't necessarily mean like I need you to hit me up every day or hit me up or blow up my phone or anything like that. That just means like, yo, like I, like if I care about somebody or if I hold somebody, you know, dear to my heart or whatever the case may be, I just want to know you're good. So like, even if it's just like, uh, yo, like, you send me a link to a video or like, Oh, like what's good, man. Like I haven't talked to you in a minute. Like everything's mm-hmm. good. Or like, yo, I know it's been a minute, but I've been a little busy. Like just the, like the acknowledgement or the idea of like you thinking of someone or knowing, like checking in mm-hmm. on somebody. Like that's, that's all I really like care about is like, as long as we're both pouring into each other and it's not like anyone feeling like they're doing more than right. the other, then that's, I'm okay with that. So at least for me right now, that's what, like I look for in friendships is just like people who are consistent. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, you're not going to have all like everyone. You're going to have different friendships and different types of relations with people. You're going to have people you talk to more than yeah. others. You're going to, you know, have people that you may talk to about certain things and not others, but that doesn't make them less of mm-hmm. a friend. I just think it's important to know what your friendship is with that person and to be, you know, clear or not be clear, but be, um, uh, what's the word? I want to say just not direct, but um, you want to just be as open mm-hmm. as possible with that person about like where you're at, where your intentions yeah. are. And even if you're not able to or you don't feel comfortable verbalizing everything, at least letting them know like this is where you're at. Because I think a lot of times people will mistaken like someone who's not maybe as open is like, oh, they don't mess with me or they're not right. cool with me. Whereas they may be going through something that they might not want to share yet or not be ready to but it's important that you still kind of be by them and like support them so that eventually maybe they may open up to you so that's where where i stand on that as far as looking for healthy relationships 
um, in this day and age. <laughs> well, with all that being said, we want to thank y'all for listening. <laughs> you go ahead. Um, this has been such a good and fun conversation. This reminds me of our uh, fireside chats at Chipotle. So y'all have been privy to a, a fireside chat with, with me and Mr. Woods. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for listening in. Make sure y'all tune in to the live on Monday. We're going to recap this thing and we're going to talk to y'all about y'all friends and friendships and, you know, how you a friend to yourself. And thank you for being my friend. We're going to cover it all. Um, but yeah, I, I want to thank everybody for listening. And I guess we're going to catch you on the flip side. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe out here. See y'all soon. Peace out.